Last time on Why Can't We Be Wizards. So, where are we right now? A monster. Whatever it is. What are we looking for, Freya? We're, we're looking for a person. Yeah, someone called Mi- Mio? Leo. Leo. No, not familiar with that sacrifice. Well, can we backpedal? I'm not really interested in doing any kind of sacrifice or other creepy things like that. Eventually, the source of all magic will run out. And when that happens, the Ancient Ones are coming, and I don't want to think about what it'll mean for this world. Nothing good. Well, if if paying that cost this way means hurting my friends, I'm not going to do it. I'll find another way. I mean, if I have to find a way, I will. Where are you going? This this place isn't safe. One, two, three. Stupefy! I think we just need to destroy the book. Just burn it. I throw it on the ground, and I cast Incendio. The five of you are all sitting around a table in Ravenclaw Common Room, and you hear Emmanuel's voice. The moments after getting flung back to that gaming table in early May were, to say the least, a little overwhelming for all of you. Uh, two sets of memories now bursting from most of your heads and a terrifying encounter with a minotaur behind you. It took a while to calm down and more than a few, well, now settle down. It's uh, just a game from Manual. Uh, you all knew, though, that you couldn't talk about what had just happened in public, not in front of a manual anyway. He probably wouldn't understand. That's why a few hours later, late at night, uh, the five of you found a quiet corner in the back of the common room to debrief and catch up. I pass Caleb my comic book of evil wrestler lawyer as we are all sitting down. How can you still read that after what happened? He never read it, and it's just so good. It's just very good. how you can't talk. I'm so mad at you. My That's my hands reasonable. get real big and I like stretch my fingers towards you in like clawed hands. You can see fire in Skylar's I'm eyes. I'm going to wave the comic book back and forth and say, "Listen, listen. We were just in a traumatizing imaginary scenario." So, imaginary? Well, that was real. It seemed that was very like two whole real. weeks in an alternate universe. We were summoned there by someone's imagination, though. It was that cursed book that Leo's been playing with this whole school year and destroying school with, and you almost destroyed our lives, and I definitely died. I mean, I haven't been playing you with it. You told us I, that you got rid of it, but you totally didn't, and then it almost killed us. I You've tried. You've been using it to get rid of your sister's boyfriend. I did. I didn't mean to. Wait, what happened to universe? Michael anyway? I didn't hey, mean hey, to do guys, any of that. Guys, guys, let's take a step back. Yes, Leo was using that book, even though he told us he wasn't going to, which is what I was telling everyone for a while. But I don't think he meant for all of this to happen. And I... I honestly don't think it's his fault. 
You don't? Yeah? Were you forced to lie to us, Leo? No. Did someone twist your hand behind your back so you could lie to your friends and put them in danger? No, they didn't. That's on yeah, me. Yeah, you made that choice. I'm sorry, Skylar. I'm sorry to all of you guys. Sorry's not going to solve this right now. Yeah, you're really going to have to... I don't even know, Leo. What happened to Michael? I don't actually know. Well, try. Try to explain. Leo's face is like turning red, and he was staring at the floor for a minute, but he looks up and he's like, So, I know you guys don't really think that highly of me. I'm, I'm, you know, bumbly, silly Leo. I'm always messing things up and setting things on fire and... And I haven't really loved that about myself. And when I when I found that book in Freya's dad's room, it made me feel good. It made me feel like I could do better. And I th- think I thought I needed that. I, I did. I did need that. I needed something like that. It made me feel better, and I didn't want to give it up. I didn't think I could because. Without it, I'm just back to being stupid old Leo. And so I was afraid to give it up. You know, Leo, you you could have told us that. I mean, I know you're right that you lit things on fire and we poke fun at you for it, but I don't think you're incapable. Who told you you're stupid? <laughs> you're pretty good at putting legs on things. Was it any of us or was it just you? I mean, just kind of everybody through their actions, and I don't know. It's it sounds we're dumb, all gonna make mistakes, you're, you're... Leo. And I mean, if you don't want us to perceive you as someone who makes mistakes, then you don't want to be human. And I don't know that you make just as many mistakes as I do. I just I don't know. Prepare for them. I'm always ready to be making mistakes and then figuring out what to do next. And when you make mistakes, you you just let things burn. Like, literally, usually. I mean, I guess I just, I need to work on my own self-confidence. And it's like, there, there isn't really, like, a magic spell to make you confident and prepared for everything. Well, well, there's a potion. That's not the point. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I guess I need your guys' help, and I didn't want to... I thought needing help was a problem and made me weak. I don't know. Needing help does not make you weak. Yeah, everybody needs help sometimes, Leo. I'm on your side, Leo, and I understand why this happened and why you acted this way, but I really want an apology. You asked for my help, and I tried to help you, and you kind of made me look like a fool. I'm sorry, Freya. I I truly am. I, I asked for help before I really realized... <sighs> Or thought I realized what the book was. And then I was kind of too late to go back. And I just kind of dug in my heels and that wasn't right. And I'm sorry to all of you guys. I just wish I could undo all of it, but I can't. I'm going to need some time to get over this. We don't have time. Who knows what that book could really be doing? Is it even gone? That stuff's Elden magic. I mean, I think we should go try to find Michael. Oh, you, you guys remember? Yeah? You guys remember Michael? I remember him and both don't remember him. Oh, thank God. Oh, yeah, your sister's boyfriend that you tried to erase from the universe? I didn't mean to erase him from the universe. I just didn't like him. But you did. I meant to erase him from her life, not 
all life. Well, poetic. But so, when are you going to talk to Freya's parents about this book? Oh God! Yeah, I think Leo slowly turns. Not you, Freya. To Freya, Leo. Oh yeah, God! Leo. I don't know about that. Somehow that sounds worse. No, yeah, offense, Leo. So I do have questions, though. Because it was your dad's book, and why the heck did he have this thing? I don't know. He has collected things over the years, but I don't I don't know what they are. He's the only one who has the answers that we need. So Freya, if you want to stay here, that's fine. But we need to know what's happening with this book. Yeah, we need to, like, if this elder magic is actually a real thing, we need to know. I don't know, guys. Do we need to know? Do we? Well, well. okay, so... Yes, we can talk to my parents. I don't think they're going to answer any of my owls. They haven't exactly been the most communicative while we've been here. But they are picking me up from the Hogwarts Express when we go back. Oh, hey. Also, guys, there is this small little detail of that demon god guy uh, said something about how because I didn't give up the things that I wanted that he wanted me to that like the world might end and like all of magic is exactly why we need to talk to Freya's parents. Yeah. Now I feel like we need to deal with that and like maybe save save the world or something. Leo, we did do some research about this and found a book describing this is Elden magic. I don't know if that rings any bells for you. It it doesn't. But also, Skylar, I'm sorry. This is why I was looking for books about books, and it's why you thought I wanted to be a librarian. Just oh so you know. Oh my gosh! I just to... Wizard God! Ugh. So, yeah, I, sorry about that. Just another thing. Another lie? Well, no, I didn't lie. I don't want to be You don't want to be a librarian. librarian. I thought that was clear. I'm sorry. I've gotten off track. Yeah, I, guys, I think we need to figure out about this Daedalus guy and the things he said. It was real. It sounded real dark. And bad. Well, now that we have a name, uh, we could go back to the library again and try to Google that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, no, there's a no. there's a book. Yeah, no, Google. They have Google at the Hogwarts <laughs> Library now. Professor Google. He's an, old, he's an old man that sits in the corner. His name is Google. And you ask him questions and he answers them. He has his brother. His name was Jeeves, and you ask him questions too, but uh, people don't really. <laughs> and they have a him. they have a dog named Bing, and he's just not very good at anything. Oh yeah, yeah, go fetch. Um, I gotta retake my line. <laughs> go ahead, redo. No, redo that's, that's all. Line. That's all What's in the podcast. Line? The Google one. <laughs> no, 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 no. We have moved on. The podcast has continued. <laughs> all of that joke about me talking about the old man. Look what Google, you've created. That's canon now. You've done that. <laughs> I don't know if you're serious or not, because sometimes you say that. All of this is in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's a secret. He's never sure I'm not sure yet. Together. Yeah. Maybe we should all just sleep on it for the night, you know, think about it over breakfast. Yeah, I think I need to sleep on this. Should we talk to any, like, professors or anything? Like, maybe... No. Maybe you should have been I... this whole time. Well, I know. You're right. I know I I know I didn't do this right. I'm trying to do it right now. Okay, fine. Then I want you to take all of us and go straight to Professor McGonagall. To Professor McGonagall and ask for Professor Pritchard to come and ask for Professor Fessel to come and tell them everything. What if we ask like Professor Dumbledore? 
He's been dead. He's dead. But we could ask his portrait. Oh, portrait. I don't think portraits know all that much. They're more of like a shadow, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Actually, Skylar would know this. What does Skylar know about portrait lives? Why don't you roll? I read about that. Ooh, I will automatically succeed with my um, Ravenclaw Oh, wow. That's, you just reversed Uno carded me. <laughs> yeah, I sure did. Just, you know why? Because I was too lazy to find my dice. They were right here. Oh, oh. <laughs> they were in your hand the whole time. Oh, oh ironic. Okay. Um, yeah, no. So, yeah, you, you actually do know this. So, uh, paintings are essentially a shadow of that person so they can have conversations if they already knew about the thing you were asking them about they can talk to you about it but they're not gonna like be able to learn new information from you aside from like talking to other portraits basically okay i'm gonna relay all of that to all of you yeah they are just shadows but they do tell you what they already know so if dumbledore did know about elden magic then he would be able to educate us. So we should definitely have it in McGonagall's office because that's where he is. I just feel like Dumbledore knows everything. Even if not, kinda. he might he might be able to just give us some general advice about stuff like this, I guess. I think I should probably also talk to my sister just to double check that I've set reality right. I agree with those statements. We can go to the professors first, though. Do you think we should go now? It's like the middle of the night. I mean, the world is going to end, I think, if we don't. So maybe, maybe, yeah. That's no? fair. Right now, though, can I sleep <laughs> first? Can I take a short rest at least? I need my spell <laughs> slots back. I mean, yeah, I need to get some get spells. Get some <laughs> infinite spells. We're wizards. Oh, right. Um, I, I still would like to sleep, though. Maybe attend breakfast first. All the professors might be at breakfast. We could talk to them then. That book abducted us in the middle of a game. Like, what if it could do it at any point? When we're dreaming? When we're eating? When we're eating? Oh, yeah, what's up with that, Freya? Yeah, you drew those eyes before. I I don't know. It's, it's like the same thing that happened last year that nobody believed me about. All right, I guess we'll have a whole arc on that later, so we can go to bed. <laughs> yeah, let's go to bed. Uh, yeah, I can't go to bed. This is serious. Let's go. All right, let's go. Okay, where are we going? I think we should go to the headmistress. I also, Caleb, I think we should bring that book. Oh yeah, I'll go get the book on Elden Magic. When we say that book, I think we need to be very specific at this point because <laughs> that book is gone. Now no, that book is this book. I'm talking about the book on Elden Magic we we found about your book, Leo. Okay, the so book on cool. books. Not a, not a dimension-altering evil. No, the book on books book. that we found. All right, cool, cool, cool. Let's 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 go. Let's go. I'm walking out of the room. Where are you going? Towards the head ma- headmistress's office. Does that is that term gendered? Is she still the headmaster or is it a headmistress? Headmistress is the word used in the Harry Potter books. I don't know how uh, how much we want to rely on those for our. Uh, historical gender information. I guess master is, the word is in the book. Yeah. Master is unnecessarily. I mean, master is also just not like, a great word by itself, too, huh? No. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we can say principal. <laughs> can we just call <laughs> principal? Principal McGonagall. <laughs> principal McGonagall. Just the head. I don't know. The school. Surgeon professor. General. 
All right, let's go see the Surgeon General McGonagall. Uh, Surgeon General McGonagall. We could just call her you guys Professor. All in? We're gonna go see Doctor McGonagall. Professor oh, yeah. Witch McGonagall. Let's go. Yeah, let's that's go. also fine. <laughs> okay. Man, we're a pedantic bunch of children. And so with that, the five of you all head down Ravenclaw Tower in the middle of the I night. I lead the way. Uh, Quietly, can we go quietly? I don't know, roll quick and quiet. It sounds like... Skylar will need to roll quick and quiet. Okay, here it goes. I rolled a six and a three. Booyah. Okay, that's a mixed success. Do you want to go quickly or quietly? Definitely quietly, because everyone's sleeping. Okay. Uh, So you slowly wind your way down the Ravenclaw Tower uh, towards the other side of the castle, uh, where you know that the big stone gargoyle that guards the headmistress's office stands. Okay, I'm going to whisper, open up, it's an emergency. Um, Don't we know? And the gargoyle oh, no. says, what kind of emergency? <laughs> well, te- well, like, actually what happened was one of our friends had some Elden magic in a book, and it <laughs> took us to an alternate dimension, and it told us that Magic was going to die and the whole world was going to end if we didn't sacrifice a human body. Yeah, you know how, like, the whole source of all magic is sacrifice and, like, children are burdened with this horrible thing uh, because they steal books from their friends' parents? Guys. And I'm sure this happened many times to other people and it's not just... There are lives at stake. Let us up. Leo lights something on fire. Oh, my God, guys. Oh, my wizard god. (laughs) Don't we know the password from the last time we were here? Oh, do we? No. Lemon drops? I don't know. Do you? <laughs> I feel like, I like we do. Guy. Why don't you roll? I read about that. Okay, I will. So I have an eight. Okay, mixed success. I'm going to say you kind of remember that it was something related to uh, ingredients to bake cookies, but you don't remember which ingredient. Chocolate chips. And the gargoyle springs aside. Oh, <laughs> oh good, Freya. This is not a very secure and door. The, and the door opens. I give hit Freya a high five. I return Skylar's high five. Does that mean we roll for it? <laughs> <laughs> high five magic? High five magic? Yeah. Yes, and. Oh, no. Eight. I rolled a five, and, I, and we I think we established last time that it's minus one, so that's a four. Yeah, buddy. Come on, Freya. Eyes on elbows. You miss. You just straight up miss, Freya. I think I hit the gargoyle in the face. <laughs> oh, wait. Ow! Ow, why did you... Don't hit me. I'm sorry. You guys, why are you trying to high-five at a time like this? This is serious. And the, gar- the gargoyle says, Freya, you're... your name's Freya. You're bad at high-fives. You should stop doing <laughs> I know them. I'm bad at them. I'm sorry. Hey, hey that's not Shame. what a gargoyle should say. She'll get better at them with practice. This is a nope, school. I am a strict. That's what teachers say. I'm a strict. Say. If you hit me in the face, I'm not friends with you kind of guy. Oh. Hey, Mr. Gargoyle, we already got the thing. Can you let us in, please? It's kind of important. Uh, and as this commotion is going on, you suddenly hear, and what is all this right now? As you all look up to see Professor McGonagall in a tartan gown uh, looking at you a little severely. Thank wizard goodness. Okay. There's been some dark magic, Elden magic. They want to sacrifice Mike from... The Gryffindor table. And no, Hufflepuff. He's a Hufflepuff. How could a Hufflepuff be so mean? 
They want to sacrifice his body like his life to make wizard magic keep flowing in our world. And if since we didn't sacrifice his body, now the wizarding world's going to end. There was this weird black book that I stole from her dad's uh, house and, and, and only I could see it. And it changed, changed the reality and it was really bad. And then all, I saw this guy Daedalus who was like telling me how all magic is sacrificed. And uh, like we have to do something bad or the world's going to Also, there was a giant something. minotaur that I dreamt about that tried to kill us. That was awesome also a thing and we were in the dr professor wizard universe and then we all died playing the magical role-playing experience but then leo became dr professor wizard i think i died be- thanks yeah Ma- manual right? ran a really really cool game it was actually pretty awesome you should have been there but also that book was the cause of the the staircases breaking and the whole school becoming a wreck and moving around yeah and caleb got this weird potion and turned into this crazy fur version of himself well that, that was in an alternate yeah. dimension because the book was so powerful. It took us into an alternate dimension and we were there for a whole week. Professor McGonagall. Okay. okay. Yeah, it was all okay. my fault. I'm really sorry. Okay. I don't want to die. What do I do? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Everyone take a deep breath. Okay. Now, come upstairs to my office. Okay. Do you have chocolate? Oh, yeah. I could use <laughs> some chocolate. I have chocolate. got chocolate chip cookies. Okay. That's good. Of course. Uh, and with that, Professor McGonagall turns heel and walks into her office. Uh, as you all walk in and follow behind her, um, she transfigures uh, some statues on the side of her wall as they all rotate and turn into very comfortable chairs for y'all to sit around around her desk. Is Professor Dumbledore watching? Uh, when you look up at the portraits, they all appear to have just recently pretended to be sleeping. <laughs> Um, how many are there cookies available? Yeah, Professor McGonagall, after tr- uh, transfiguring all of those chairs, turns around, grabs a tin from her desk, opens it, and then offers each one of you a cookie. From I take it. the one with the most chocolate chips. Why don't you roll to see if you know which one has the most chocolate chips at a quick glance? She's moving quick, so you're gonna have to like. Scan Dude, I'm good fast. at that. I rolled eleven. Definitely the most important okay. thing. Okay, I mean, let's doing. Say, I think that's Quidditch magic. It seems like Quidditch magic, so I feel like you get a plus two. So yeah, you you get the best chocolate. Uh, Allison's gonna take two and um, pocketed one of them. Pocketed it. Why yeah. don't you put a cookie in your pocket? You're gonna get so many crumbs. I I took two. Save yeah, it for later. But then she gets to save it for later, like bacon and you put anything in your pocket. Doesn't matter. How messy oh, do we have magical pockets that don't do crumbs? Okay. Sure. Uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna talk about chocolate and <laughs> and bacon and have you you have, have you, you have bacon us? in your pocket, Leo? I mean, I always do, but that's not the point. I, okay, uh, look. And she t- uh, she turns around and she sits on her desk and says, so what is all of this commotion all about? I'll just look at Leo. Allison looks at Leo. All right, uh, so we were trying to get Freya out of her house because her parents didn't want her to come to Hogwarts. And we were in this weird study and there was this weird obsidian pedestal in the middle that had this book on it that I just couldn't help but take and apparently no one else could see it but me and then since then every time I've opened the book it has talked to me all weird and it's got these weird red eyes and it makes me do things that are awesome and so I thought it was cool and it made me feel good and made me feel like I could do stuff and so I did it but then it made some people disappear and it changed reality and then we played a role playing game and then the role playing game became real life and 
then I saw this guy named Daedalus, uh, and he said that like we had to sacrifice people so that magic could be a thing because there was this fountain or spring or, or spigot or something, and that I refused. And then he said it was going to be real bad, and I refused anyway because I like my friends, and I th- I think that's it. Well, children, you'll have to you'll have to forgive me because it is very late, and I am very tired. I've been doing this job for a very long time. I have heard many stories. I don't know that I have ever heard one quite as fantastical as what I just heard. But it's not Are you saying it's not real? I am not saying anything is real or not. I know that this is now the second time that at least three of you have come to me with a story not too dissimilar. Some of the you were disagreeing with each real. other. About what it about what had happened. Yeah, you said you'd trust oh. us. I am not doubting that something occurred. Look, this is the second time that I've had all five of you in my office near the end of the year. I don't know what happened today. You all seem to be physically safe for the moment. Uh, but Professor, there was a guy at the end of all magic with a magic fountain. He told us all that we had to kill someone to keep magic going on that sounds like a dark wizard trying to manipulate us for real yeah professor do you know do you know anything about elden magic we found this book on it i honestly cannot say i have heard of it before you say there's a book you have can i can i look at it i of course supply the book uh yeah so she picks up the book and starts leafing through it professor the page with the beast that i I believe it's ear tagged um I was having dreams about that creature, and that's the same creature we saw that tried to kill us. And her dreams come true sometimes. They're super weird and important. It may very well be that there is something greater going on here today. I, I'm I'm at a bit of a loss as to how I can help you right now. I can take this information to some people that I know. I don't really know anything about this. Professor... I I think we were kind of hoping that you could help us talk to my parents about it. This book came from my father's study, but we aren't on the best terms right now. Well, Freya, uh you you want me to speak to your parents about this book from their home? Yeah. I I think it's not that we want you to speak to them i i think we just need help convincing them to speak to us well freya i always try to have the best interests of my students at heart i'm absolutely happy to try to talk to your parents to get them to talk to you what i can't do is i can't send a letter to your parents talking about something that i have no evidence for these these guys all remember both realities the reality that the book created and the reality we're in now they all had that shared experience doesn't that count for something it very well might but i i'm afraid that i'm i'm at the limits of my knowledge and i don't i don't know what i can can do for you but well this is going to come out soon anyway i'm not going to be here for much longer what what where are you going i was not kidding when i said i am very tired. I have been doing this for a very long time. I am retiring. Oh man. 
Uh, at the end of the school year. Ninety. What? Leo. Now, how old is she though? She's got to be super old. McGonagall is like over hundred. We're gonna miss you so much. You're the best, Professor. Who's taking your spot? Who's gonna be the headmaster, headmistress? That's still under consideration at the moment. It's a bit of a long process. Well, I will hopefully tell you some more before the school year is out, but I can't make any promises. But don't worry. Hogwarts is always a safe place for all people. Except that one year when it got turned really evil. No, but even then we, we took care of the, the children as, as much as we could. Professor McGonagall, it seems like you at least believe us a little bit. And I'm worried about whoever comes after you not believing us. So if there's anything you can do before you leave to help us make sure that we move this in the right direction, I'm really worried about what I've done and keeping everyone around me safe. And I just don't know what else to do. Leo, everyone, I, I look, I, I know that what you're looking for right now is answers to all of your problems. This is a school. A school is for learning and improving yourself. Hogwarts itself, it, it doesn't have the faculties to stop an evil, what did you call it? A, a, you said there was a minotaur? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? You're saying that the school doesn't have the ability to stop evil forces? We're not equipped for that. This school is full of children. Look, I know some people in the wizarding community. I'll pass some word along and, and, and see if I can learn anything for you. And maybe we can get you in contact with someone at the ministry if they know anything. But I can't make any promises. I mean, I I guess that's all we can really ask of you. Thank you for for listening to us and believing us. I had an old friend once that had a good eye for who to believe in. And all of you have good hearts. Thanks, Professor. We're going to miss you. Do I have to take my end of year exams? <laughs> School's not canceled. Yes, you have to take your. Ex- yes, the exams are still happening. Oh, okay. Professor, I have one more very important question for you before we go. Can I have some more of those cookies? <laughs> yeah, and uh, she reaches over, grabs the tin, opens it up, and says, Have a biscuit, Leo. And now, a word from our wizard sponsors. The Curious Giraffe Show. Watch its neck as it grows. The Curious Giraffe Show. It's a wizard show for kids. The Curious Giraffe Show is a program for kids with movement, rhymes, song, and stories. Wizard children of all ages with their caregivers are welcome, especially ages 0 to 5. This month we have Music with Mermaids, Storytime with Mark Ruffalo, My Grown Up, My Grown Up, and Me Craft Making Pentagram Mobiles, Make Your Own Potions with Your Own Kid Sized Cauldron Chemistry Set, and Read a Book Out Loud in our Read to an Owl program. Support your wizard child's learning with the Curious Giraffe Show. And now, some fun facts about giraffes. Giraffes can extend their necks. Gogo Gadget Extendo Neck. Be in charge of Canada, but only at night. Change water into gold. Heal your soul. Eat apples off the moon. Sleep hanging down. 
speak Latin. Sing classical opera. It should be noted that these are all things that giraffes can do, not necessarily that they do do. Giraffes are in charge of Canada, but only at night. This show cannot be shown between 7 p.m. and 7 a.m. in the semi-giraffe Republic of Canada. Hi, everybody. It's Kevin, your resident Potter nerd. Okay, okay. I think I think I'm safe now. The giraffes that they. They got Derek. Folks, I know this sounds like a dumb joke, but I'm not kidding. Derek? He's gone. He's just not a thing anymore. The giraffes, like, look, you have to hide. If you're in Canada right now, you need to hide. They're coming. And they won't stop. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Why Can't We Be Wizards? Uh, This is the final episode of Book 2, Leo Featherwick and the Obsidian Labyrinth. So... Wow, thank you all so, so, so much for sticking with us for two whole stories. We're super proud of how this story is shaping up, and we are so glad that all of you are coming along with us. Seriously, thank you all so much for talking about the show online with the hashtag WhyNotWizards, sharing it with your friends, and just getting the word out about checking out the show. We really appreciate all of you so, so, so much. Uh, I don't really have a whole lot to talk about this week. I believe that in two weeks, we're going to be pushing a bonus wrap-up episode where we answer some of your questions about us and about the show, kind of a little bit similar to what we did uh, at the end of book one. And then we'll be back two weeks later with the start of book three. So uh, we're actually all going on vacation for most of the summer, and we've actually pre-recorded a bunch of it. And personally, I'm just really excited to share it with you guys. It's already really, really cool. So uh, as always, I want to give a huge, giant, enormous shout out to Table Story, for creating our fantastic game system, Witchcraft and Wizardry. Uh, If you haven't checked them out, please do so. They're just fantastic. Okay, that's pretty much going to do it for me. We will all be back for a bonus episode in two weeks on August 13th. And then we'll be back with Book 3, Episode 1 on August 27th. Thank you so much for listening, and let's get back to Hogwarts. So... The next morning, a beautiful, sunny Sunday, uh, the five of you wake up late and eventually amble your way down to breakfast. The last time you saw most of this castle, it was literally breaking apart at the seams. Parts of the castle were falling. Children were running and screaming. But it seems that no one even remembers that that happened. The castle is fine. The destruction seems to have just not occurred. Uh, and as you walk into the hall, into the great hall, you even spy Hunter McGurkin Stuffins sitting at the Hufflepuff table, completely fine. Hunter, I'm gonna run up to him. Uh, so as you do that, as you all walk into the great hall, before you're able to go to the Hufflepuff table, uh, you are basically accosted by Professor Pritchard, who's holding a big stack of parchment, and immediately just starts stuffing a piece of parchment into each one of your hands. And she says, oh, hello hello there. Uh, glad I caught you this morning. I'm running late, but look, uh, please, everybody take one. Um, what are these? All of you need to sign up for your electives next year. Oh, yeah. Third years all have a choice of several different classes. So this is very important. These classes you choose, depending on what you get for grades in your OWLs, could significantly affect what happens in your life. 
So please take it very seriously. Uh, I've got to go. I've, I've got a lot to do. And uh, she very quickly runs off, not really answering any of your questions that you may or may not have had. All right, I'm going to shrug it off and proceed to Hunter. Okay, so uh, Skylar, you walk over to Hunter McGurk and Stevens. Yeah. Hunter. Hunter, I'm going to miss you so much this summer. Oh, uh, hi, Skylar. Uh, we, school's not over for like weeks, but thank you. <sighs> yeah, you're right. You know, I just feel like I've been here a lot longer, like maybe two weeks exactly. But anyway, I just want to let you know that we can share Caleb's best friends. Like, I know he's your best friend, but you can have more than one best friend. And I think we can both be his best friend. That's the nicest thing that anyone's ever said to me. Oh, Hunter, you're so nice. I think we should be friends, too. Like, you... He jumps up and oh, hugs you. I hug him, too. Oh, my God. I hug Hunter. <laughs> I think Leo's like, oh, are we hugging? And he runs up and hugs. Dude, you weren't here. Group hugs with <laughs> Skylar and... Uh, Get out of here. I add I Hunter. add a relationship to Hunter. <laughs> That's not I don't know what that means, work. but it sounds good. Also, why are we kicking? Okay, I'm kicking too. And he also kicks Leo. <laughs> Ow. Yeah, he deserves it. He murdered all of us. All right, bye, He Hunter. doesn't deserve it. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> It's not that, it doesn't sound as, it's not as bad as it sounds. Actually, it's pretty bad. I'm going to look at this paper now. Anyway, bye. Okay, uh, yeah, and so as you uh, look at your parchment, as you sit down with the rest of the Ravenclaws at the Ravenclaw table, uh, it appears that everybody needs to pick two classes that they're going to take as electives for the next several years. So uh, you have you have two choices. Uh, the, the options you have in front of you are... Arithmancy, ancient runes, uh, care of magical creatures, divination, muggle studies, and advanced wizard gym. <laughs> <laughs> I can already guess which one of those none of us are taking. Yeah, and it's divination. No, it's it's gym. It's wizard gym. Well, isn't isn't arithmancy kind of similar to divination? Yeah, but it's more mathy. Or is it just math? Do you guys math. not? Do you guys actually not know what the arithmetic is? I don't. I, don't know. I know oh, it has to do with numbers math. and magic something else. Math. And I thought it was what arithmetic actually is is inventing magic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. what? I yeah. This is arithmetic is the study of creation of new magic. Uh, yeah. Allison's gonna respond. Yeah, I think I want to take arithmetic. Learning how to make new spells seems pretty cool. And yeah, useful. I mean, I've been trying to kind of do that without that class and it hasn't been going great but i'm definitely taking that and divination Ugh, i don't know if i can do it with the tea and the balls and the like <laughs> lamps and things <laughs> no one's saying you have to i just i feel like i really want to get a handle on what the heck is going on with my dreams man i wish i could take three of these i wish i could take all of them if only there were more hours in a day mm, yeah i nod at caleb if only you could be in two places at once. Well, if someone takes some of the other courses, maybe you could teach us. <gasps> oh my gosh, that's so clever. We could each take two and then teach each other all the classes. And then we would technically be taking all six of them. Caleb, I feel like you and I could teach an arithmetic class with the with the Enlegan spell we created. Obviously. It would just be that one spell, but it'd be a really good class. But I also really want to take that class because I, I really want my mind reading paper to work better i want to play with the animals i think i want to take ancient runes 
I need to learn more about the kind of thing that got us into this mess. I feel like there's probably more to uncover there. Uh, Kevin, can you define what Ancient Runes is about? Ancient Runes is about deciphering ancient runes. That's it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a foreign language class, oh, yeah. a little. Yeah, but there were ancient runes in this old book, so I figure That's like... True. Maybe there's some some stuff at the root of that that like maybe is related. I really like in the Discord how Charlotte is just typing <laughs> just out like the, the phrases of like what what each class is, and she did write ancient runes, deciphering ancient runes. <laughs> yep, That's very, very good. Yep. <laughs> I kind of want to take arithmancy now. I want to take arithmancy too. Arithmancy, care of magical creatures. I mean, if we all take arithmancy, that's fine. I don't expect people to take divination with me because I. I feel like I'm the only one interested in that. No, I need to know about prophecies. Oh, right. That is also divination, isn't it? And so while you're all having this discussion and are in the middle of deciding what classes you want to take, uh, there is there is food. I assume that at least some of you are just chowing down on a big pile of bacon. Mm-hmm, um, and, and so, uh, yeah, Allison, I see, I see you pointing at yourself right now on the podcast. Heck yeah, I'm taking. You were talking. I didn't want to interrupt you, but yes, Allison is eating lots of bacon. Yeah, and so as you are like knee deep in that big pile of bacon, <laughs> oh, um, knee deep. So knee deep, knee deep. Knee deep is a frog pond. Oh wow, that's a callback. <laughs> and actually, so Leo is actually eating the bacon in his pocket, and he's like, "What? First in, first out." Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Um and so while you're yeah, while you're knee deep in that pile of bacon, Victoria actually walks up to the group of you and um she actually walks up over to Allison, hands covered in grease, and puts a piece of paper that is folded in half in front of her and then looks really awkward, her face turns all red, and then she she turns heel and uh, walks away very quickly. Wait, Vicky. Uh, Allison, like, stops eating the bacon and puts it down and then, like, very slowly wipes her greasy fingers off on a napkin uh, and then peels open the sheet of paper to see what it says. It says, Hi, Allison. I'm Victoria, the girl with the owls you thought was weird. I really like your headphones, and I think you're cool. Also, would you want to hang out sometime? Sorry if this is weird. A character in a book I was reading did it, and it seemed like a good idea at the time. V. Oh, my God. I love her. For Vendetta. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, This is V for Vendetta. Allison's going to read it and be like, this is so cute. I wonder what book she was reading. Allison, you should should really be friends with her. I was really close to her in that in that other reality i don't think she really has a lot of friends well maybe we could be friends together with her she asked us to look out for her yeah in the other reality because i'll be frank i wasn't i didn't really have a good impression i mean this is cute with the little letter but uh yeah she hit me at a wrong time she's weird but she's um. really into books and and reading and stories already well, maybe maybe she'd be interested in playing some more of the Doctor Professor Wizard magical role playing experience with no. us. You'd no, thank you. Drop that. We're never, ever, ever playing Doctor Professor Wizard magical role playing experience ever again. No, don't say that. It <laughs> was so much me? fun. Are you kidding me? I am traumatized from that time. 
I, I feel exactly. I feel like this is sort of like you know, like if you like, oh man, you like really like this like shrimp scampi or whatever. But then one time you eat it and it's like you get really sick. After that, you just it doesn't matter if this shrimp scampi is good or not. You're never eating that. shrimp scampi again. Leo has a yeah. moment where he truly realizes that he has ruined the Doctor Professor Wizard magical role playing experience for everyone, and that hits him harder than some I of look the at way you, deeper stuff. And then oh like. I throw a piece of bacon on the floor and stomp on it. Ah! <gasps> no! Allison, do do you want to go talk to her? I'll, I'll I think I should you. write back. Yeah, that's a great idea. Because, like, obviously she's quoting some book, which I don't know what book, but, like, who knows what the character in the book did. She seemed really nervous coming over here. I just don't Okay, want... okay. What would a person in a book do? I give you some parchment. Great, great. Fresh ones probably. Here, good. here. Yeah. Here's some parchment. Uh, I start with right. a V. What are you going to write? So think about what a book person um, would do. Yeah. Maybe maybe just say, that sounds great. I would love to hang out with you. It. My friend, Freya, also wants to hang out. Um, uh, I mean, that's a... I guess I'm not good at this either. Oh, oh, um, can I roll Inspire to make this letter, like, dope? Yeah, 100% you can. Okay. Obviously, that's exactly what should happen in this exact situation. I cast right dope. I cast dope. You cast dope. Okay. Roll dope magic. That would be a 10 plus 2 plus... Oh, Allison, you're at a 0. But that's still a <laughs> Oh, but Skylar has plus twenty to dope. Dope. That's a can I can I just say, I have spent the last decade trying to get the word radical back into people's zeitgeist. I know. And no, just, no. no, it's just me casually throwing around the word dope that everyone's like, oh, I gotta say dope now. <laughs> Kevin, is this the whole reason you started this podcast? To make radical so, so that you could say radical. Yeah. The to world them? to be saying radical. I've been Mitchell uses radical. I've been I do love radical. Time. Right, and that's the only person I've got to say the dang yeah, word. Yeah, he says it all the time. Good. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. I started saying that that's letter, rad. let me say, it sounds super fly and really nice, super tight and dope, and uh, yeah, V is going to love it. It's going to make her feel real good, and friendship okay. is plus 100 now. That's that's perfect. The other thing you notice is that uh, Allison got a little bit of grease on it from the bacon, so you, oh, no. you, uh, you can tell her to, to throw away the paper if you want. I won't because that's just part of who they are and that will just give some character to the paper, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to hide that she likes to put bacon in her pockets and stuff. Wait, is that not just me? (laughs) I only eat the real bacon. Like, our our family's weird about bacon. I don't get it. That's not something that passed down to me. Um, alrighty, okay. so Allison's gonna write a nice letter that includes nice things, and it's not gonna be awkward at all. Yeah, you're uh, welcome. And it's gonna be like, Vicky, uh... Loved it. I love it. Gonna be friends um, with you forever. Let's do this. What book are you reading? <gasps> oh yeah, let's start a book club. Maybe we could meet up sometime in the Owlery Ooh. or someplace else. And talk about it, yeah. Talk about That's it. really good. She really likes fiction books in particular. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Should I, what should I sign? Is there any like th- 
sayings from a book that I should sign this letter? Oh, yeah. Um, there is some good in this world, and it's worth fighting for. And then sign your name. She'll know what that's from. Perfect. Signed, Allison. And then I do two little hearts, one slightly bigger than the other one. That's fine. Ooh, you should fold it like you did last year. You know, with your project? Into a flower. Can you float it into a flower? Uh, yeah, probably. Do I have to roll for that? Uh, yeah, roll magic. Okay, it's a magic roll. Okay, to fold Origami paper. Origami is real magic. This um, is canon. I rolled a nine. And then we can catapult it over. Can I Can I get a plus one? <laughs> put feet on it. And eat <laughs> well, it. I have a plus one with Allison, so that's a yep. ten. Yep, yep, that's a ten. Complete success. So uh, you transfigure this thing into a beautiful r- tulip. It's a tulip. Which is the hardest flower. Oh, good. Now let's catapult it. <laughs> oh, no. No, you You're should right. just probably hand deliver last. it. Yeah, that's probably better. Yeah, I'm going to hand deliver it. Yeah, I think yeah. you should. Let's all watch. Oh, my gosh. I'm oh, yeah, we're all watching. I'm not being subtle at all. Yeah, so Allison's going to walk across the hall uh, with a flower and just like place it in front of Vicky and then scamper away. Oh my god, you guys are adorable. Wow, okay. Yeah, no, Vicky's eyes grow wide as you walk over and then stutter is something that you can't really understand uh, because you're already halfway across the hallway at that <laughs> Best point. Best friend. And we're staring. We're all staring. You know, that was great. It seems like there's a lot of really awkward kids at Hogwarts in our year who could really use some friends. I'm dancing Thinking about Hunter. in my seat. Maybe we should start like a, a friends club. Wait, wait. Where, Hunter is your best friend. Where we're what all are you friends. About? Isn't that what all clubs are? Isn't that what all <laughs> clubs are? It's so good. <laughs> no, I like that. I like that idea. We should invite more people from different houses to join us and just be friends. We could have a book club. Let's do it. <gasps> I'm going to run up to Hunter's table. Hey, Hunter. Uh, Yeah. Well, what's hey, up? He says. I have a question. Would you be interested in joining a book club? I. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Yes. 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 Awesome. Okay. You're officially part of our book club. We just started oh. it now. Okay. Everybody... Also, what's a book club? Oh, it's when we all read a book and then we meet together and then we talk about it. Like our transfiguration book? No, we're going to pick cool, fun books to read, like cool magic. Like oh, okay. Doctor Professor Wizard comics. Oh, Dude, like like comic you're not books. here. Okay. Stop inserting yourself into I my conversations. Sorry. He is. He is there though. He's right there. I yeah. I'm. Stop following yeah, yeah. me. Yep, 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 yep. Also, I put my my hand on Hunter's shoulder. I'm like, you don't have to try so hard, bud. We already like you. Okay. I feel like you broke him a little bit in that moment. Yeah. Don't tell him he's trying too hard. What if that's just like how he is? Oh, now I feel like I was being mean. Yeah, maybe you were. Nice. Now leave. <laughs> I can't tell if Skylar's uh, mad so at me. Leo, or Charlotte's mad. As you start walking back to the to the Ravenclaw table, Charlie Brown style. Yeah, um, Charlie Brown style. What's Charlie like Brown style? Had hung the da, 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 <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. He's sad. He's a he's a mopey kid. I'll I'll yeah. send you a clip from Arrested Development later. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It if is. they We're ever did, it. can we just agree? If they ever did a live action Charlie Brown, that Michael Sarah would absolutely play Charlie. Oh yeah, Brown. Totes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totes yeah. Totes yeah. Let's get back to the yeah. podcast. Uh, yeah, as you're walking back to the table, Leo, you feel a strong hand on your shoulder, and uh, you turn 
to see Michael. Oh, hey, uh, Michael, right? How you doing? He looks you in the eye knowingly. Ah, uh, so I take it you remember? He takes a step forward, wraps his arms around you, and hugs you. And he Aww. just says, Leo, you, you saved my life. So, the last weekend before school ends means one final thing to worry about before the year is over. Owls. The Quidditch final. Caleb and Skylar. Danica is in the process of giving a stirring speech to the Ravenclaw Quidditch team in the locker room just moments before you head out onto the pitch before the game starts in the final versus Gryffindor. This is a no-holds-barred, winner-takes-all Quidditch final for the ages. Uh, And so um, Danica wipes a tear from her eye and says, look, I know we've got it in us to win this game. Gryffindor, come on. Sure, they're fast and strong, but they're also dumb as rocks. This is by far the most talented team Ravenclaw has ever put out. And that's coming from someone who already won one of those things. Look, you all mean so much to me. And in this moment, there's nobody in the world I'd rather be with. Um, yeah, I, I think I'll give Caleb a look and Dakota. I'm assuming they're both next to me. Yeah, I, you're all like in a tight in a tight circle. Yeah, I'm going to just gulp. <laughs> Caleb knows what's going to happen after this game. Yeah, this was a really great year. Thanks so much, Danica. What do you mean? Well, it was really good this year. Being on yeah, the but Quidditch you guys just team. gave weird shifty eyes. What does that mean? <laughs> uh, I guess I should say it now. I won't be coming back next year. Danica is dumbfounded. What do you mean? What? Why? It's 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 just because I'm worried my dads will get divorced over this argument they've been having with me being in Quidditch. I'm going to quit for next year so they don't have to argue about me being Quidditch or not. Skylar gives a big sigh and like looks sorry about it. Looks kind of at their feet. And then they're going to lift their eyes and then cast inspire others. I will win this game because I'm going out with a bang and we will win. Ravenclaw! 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 Ravenclaw. You're not here! God damn it! <laughs> I hear it in the distance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we cut. We cut to Leo in the stands, and ever, like he's just—he's got a little pennant, and he's waving it, <laughs> and his head perks up, and he just says Ravenclaw. <laughs> Anytime anyone does the Ravenclaw chant, all Ravenclaws kind of feel it anywhere in the and, world. Like, and and Freya absolutely notices him do that. Uh, everything okay, Leo? Ravenclaw. Uh- Okay, okay, and so now we're back. We're back in the <laughs> locker room. Um, and Danica says, well, Skylar, it's been an honor and a privilege. Oh, that's the nicest thing she's ever said to me. Um, I'm going to, like, shed a tear. Yep. All right. All right, everyone. Let's go out there and kick some Griffin butt. And uh, at that, she turns and heads toward the exit to the locker room. And uh, just as the Ravenclaw team 
is starting to head out onto the pitch. Skylar, you are accosted by your parents who are there to watch you at your final game. What? Whoa. You actually came. And, I invited you and you actually came. And without a word, uh, your muggle dad, Joe, immediately just like wraps you up in this big hug and he picks you up and spins you around. And then he gets down on one knee and he says, Skylar, of course we came to see you play. This is great. You didn't hear like what we were saying in the tents, did you? Look, Skylar, we wanted to let you know. Well, I. Oh gosh, you did hear it, didn't you? I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for pushing you away from something that you love. I love you. I love you so much more than anything. I know, and and I love you too, and and that's why I cared so much about you being safe, but. It's your life, and you have to be able to make your own choices and, and decisions. So whatever you do, I promise I'm going to support you. Thanks. And and I'm sure that you're going to do wonderful, wonderfully today. <sighs> I'm speechless, Dad. I just can't believe you came. I didn't even know parents could come to Hogwarts. <laughs> I didn't either, but we did anyway. <laughs> do they get to roll Inspire Courage for that speech? Oh, yeah. Do they inspire, inspire me? Do they inspire me? Uh, I don't think that they need to succeed. I think that they just do it. Awesome. Yeah. I am like so cute. I Skylar's definitely moved to tears. Like this hasn't changed their plans. They're still gonna quit Quidditch, but they're like they're so happy and their heart is just so filled with love right now. Yeah, and so uh both of your dads just encircle you in these big hugs and uh Ravenclaw did, of course, win the House Cup that day. Uh, a few key goals from Caleb, uh, some impressive beating from Danica, uh, a couple of spectacular Montage. saves from Skylar right near the end of the game, yeah, and obviously another daring snitch catch from your captain, Danica, Ooh, led to Ravenclaw <laughs> coming out on top over Gryffindor, 290 so to 130. Good. And no, before you ask, we are not rolling for any of that because Quidditch is a silly game with silly rules that make it impossible to simulate and have that be fun for really anyone. But we did that already. Thank you, Wizard DM. I know, and it's almost as though it's almost as though I learned my lesson. (laughs) Back in the Great Hall, uh, it's the end of year feast. Uh, the House Cup was just awarded to Hufflepuff this year. Seems like they really kept their noses to the grindstone Woo! and squeaked out a win. They they deserve it. So when that gets announced, you see like uh, the whole Hufflepuff crowd goes wild. Uh, you see Hunter McGurk and stuff and going absolutely bananas. Uh, he's like doing a Fortnite. Um, <laughs> doing a Fortnite. Wait, then, can you be more specific? Uh, it's the one with the It's the one with the arms. Tell us about the Fortnite yes. dances, you it's know, It's the Kevin. one with the arms. It's the floss. Yes, there you go. The one with the it's arms. It's literally called the floss. I think it's the, yeah. the one that Charlotte's wow. doing Charlotte right now. Charlotte is very, very good at this dance. <laughs> literally um, doing that. It's, it's a shame this is an audio medium. Because yeah, no, 100%. Yes. So, I know um, all of them. Professor <laughs> McGonagall hushes everyone and, and says, well, students, I am grateful for the end of a very successful school year. You've all outdone yourselves. You've worked very hard and have earned a well-deserved break. So uh, in breaking with my usual tradition, I actually have a very 
personal announcement to make. This will be my very last time speaking with you as I am stepping down today as headmistress and retiring. It has been an absolute privilege to teach at the school for most of my life. Uh, I am not one for tearful goodbyes, but I trust that all of you, like all those that came before you, will make the most out of your lives. Uh, Now, next year, your new headmaster will be none other than Professor Fessel. And you hear the Gryffindors all clapping and cheering um, as Fessel stands up and and waves a little bit. Um, And McGonagall continues and says, I have absolute faith in him and the rest of the faculty here at Hogwarts to continue to offer the absolute best education that you can possibly receive. Thank you, all of you, and have a good summer. Freya. Yes. You are standing on a rocky outcropping. Waves are washing angrily against the cliffside below you. It's very cold out, and rain is kind of slowly plop, plop, plopping down onto your head. When you turn away from the cliffside, you are accosted by this massive utilitarian black structure towering over you. Lightning flashes. Does does this look familiar to me at all? Why don't you roll I read about that? Because also, I don't know, I don't. I know we haven't talked about this, Kevin, but the fact that my last name is Yaxley, I feel like that Yaxley from the books is probably still alive, and I'm related to him. Mm. Um, so I rolled a nine plus two. Yeah, this is Azkaban. Azkaban. I... I look around. Is there is there anyone around me? There is no one around. Uh, but in front of you, there's sort of one corner of this massive building. And you kind of see a doorway that seems like it's slightly open. I walk towards it and peek my head in. So as you approach this building, you start to become uncomfortably cold. Uh, you can actually see your breath as you breathe in and out as you walk slowly and that doorway it's not just that it's open a little bit it's that the door itself seems to have been broken off one of its hinges and is kind of leaning to the side and it's metal so whatever did this was powerful does it look like it was broken in or out it's hard to say it's not that the door itself is broken in it's that it's just been ripped off of one of the hinges and is now kind of just askew. Interesting. Do I see, looking into the hallway or or room that this door was attached to, do I, do I see anything? It's hard to make anything out because everything is pitch black. Right. And it's starting to get darker. The sun is setting more. But it's continuing to get colder and you start to feel terrified. Like all of the happiness is draining out of you. And a trio of hooded figures start gliding towards you. And as they get closer and closer to you, one of the figures pulls back its hood, reaching for your face. And you can see its pale, decaying flesh drooping off of its cheeks. It reaches forward and tries to kiss you. And then you wake up. And the train is rattling and you hear the soft conversation of your friends around you. 
you are on the Hogwarts Express heading home for the summer. Yeah, so I really do think that the cape looks good. Um, and I, I like still stand by that we should have worn them at the last game. I think we would have looked really cool. Skylar's talking to a Dakota, of course. Skylar, look, you're it's a spectacular okay. keeper. I you know. have we wore them at the after terrible party. fashion sense. What me? I look down. Wait, Skylar. What am Skylar, I wearing? If you, if you don't need your cape, can I have it? What? No, I'm keeping this. I was, I was Doctor Professor Wizard for. Oh, a I just glare at you. Nope. Well, Sorry. I think the cape looks nice, Skylar. Maybe we should have them for our new book club. Well, yeah, we can have something for a book club. Maybe like matching stamps or matching hats. Why not capes? Matching rings. Yeah, why not capes? And I look at Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag why not capes. Can we make them wool so they're very cozy? Freya just kind of like bursts into tears. Freya, are you okay? I, 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 we don't have, we to, don't have capes. to have capes for book yeah. club. It was your idea. It's not the capes. I, I don't care about the capes. It's, I had a, I had a dream. I, <gasps> let's write it down. Your dreams are important now. We have to start recording them. <laughs> and as you're starting now. to have this conversation, there's a knock at the door of the compartment. Allison jumps. Okay. You get it. Come on, Freya. I'm going to hand you a quill and a parchment. Come on. We have to write this down to remember every single detail. They're all important. Freya, like, takes the, the quill, but her hand is shaking too much to write anything. Allison opens the door. Oh, you, you talk about it. I'll write it down. On the other side of the door is none other than Marcus, Caleb's brother, standing by himself and looking a little awkward. Caleb, you want to take this one? Uh, yeah. I mean... Yeah, I do. Allison steps out of the way and lets Caleb uh, add his brother. Marcus. Hey, hey Caleb. Hey. H- how are you? Alive. Still enrolled in school, I guess. For now. That's that's good. That's good. I'm glad that you're alive. I am. You're not concerned that we're going to end the world or something? Look, all I was gonna try to tell you is that i'm not coming home this summer i'm i'm gonna stay with barney's parents yeah it's a smart move i don't even know where i'm going maybe i'll just make them an excuse at home i mean it's not like they can stop me from coming back to school yeah yeah look i know you don't know it yet and you think everything is fine but some really serious stuff is gonna happen and Look, Violet's dad thinks it's going to be your fault. So can you please just try to stay out of trouble? Okay, I I don't want you to get hurt. I don't want you to hurt anyone. Things are already in motion. We don't want to hurt anyone either. But unless they want to talk to us, ask us to help them not make terrible things happen, then listen. If you want to be friends with them, you've got to tell them that we're not the enemies. If they keep wasting their effort on us, then they won't see the real problems that are coming. We should be working together. He sighs and shakes his head and he says, have a good summer, Caleb. I'll see you later. And he turns around and he walks down the train. 
Dad would be proud of you. Yeesh. Ow. All right, well, we finished writing our dream. Woof. <laughs> Eventually, uh, the train slows down and everybody starts piling out of the Hogwarts Express. Freya, as you get off the train, you very quickly spot your parents because they're both dressed very, very smartly. Sounds right about right. I motion to everybody else and walk right up to them and stare them right in their face, even though it probably looks like I've been crying. Mom, Dad, these are my friends. I think we would like to talk to you if if you're okay with that. Your father hugs you and he says, I'm glad that you're safe, Freya. I'm... I'm sorry. Weren't weren't you the ones who told me not to come home? But but you're glad I'm safe. How did you know she was in danger? Freya, look, your mother has some strong feelings. You know that I can't force her to act in any particular way. That's not Wow, how we blame do the things. mother. Good relationship. Yeah, your mother is standing there with her arms folded and her nose in the air. Mr. Yaxley. Um, there's something I want to talk to you about privately. Anything that you have to say, boy, you can say right here. I also, so Freya, Freya like elbows him a little bit and says, you should introduce yourself first. Like full name. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm Leo. Uh, F- full name, <laughs> full, full name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm Leo Featherwick. Uh, I am Freya's friend from school and we go back to daycare and all that's a whole story and whole thing um shoulders back but yeah your dad's very intimidating i know i'm trying to help okay all right has anything gone missing from your study lately would this happen to be something that is currently in your possession actually no but it seems like it may be something that uh Shouldn't be in your possession either. So you don't have anything of mine that you may or may not have stolen? Oh, no, he does. I, I like, nudge him more in the back. Allison's just standing there watching. Doesn't want to be involved in this conflict, but wants to know. <laughs> I think Leo actually turns to Skylar and whispers way too loudly, no, wait, we destroyed it. For, and he dude, can totally hear that. Dude, you need to tell him everything and get your answers. Well, uh, if you don't have anything of mine, then I don't think that we have anything to discuss. Wait, wait, wait. Father. No, we do. We do. A a boy at Hogwarts is almost sacrificed to continue magic because of your magic book that we stole from your house. Leo stole. Leo stole. I mean, I wasn't going to put it as bluntly as that, but but that's the gist. All right, let's not talk about who stole what. (laughs) His eyes grow a little wide for a second, and then he composes himself. What do you know about the Elden magic book that you had in your own living room? It was his study, but yes. I have no idea what you're talking about. Does the name Daedalus mean anything you to you? You are obviously speaking in nonsense and tongues. Father. Freya, what kind of children are you cohorting with? What kind of magic are you cohorting with, Father? They found this book in your study. Mr. Yaxley, with respect, sir, you can deny it all you want, but you should know that this book demanded a sacrifice that we did not give it. 
So it seems the magical world is in danger, and I think that you may need to do something about it. I think if you if you don't help us do something about it, it seems like something terrible might happen, and it might be a little bit your fault. I wasn't going to go that far, but I was... Magic might disappear. Leo, Leo, good job, Leo. Freya. And I pat his shoulder. Freya? Yes. Freya. Yes. We are done having this particular conversation. If you would like to go home with us for the summer, you will come with us now. I will not be intimidated by children. Father, am I going to be locked in my room again? Because we both know how that's going to end. Freya, you know that that's not up to me. That's up to your mother. I think that's up to Freya. And who are you to be giving me parenting advice? He's not giving you parenting advice. He's saying he's going to break me out again. Fair. I didn't consider that that was what you were saying. (laughs) Uh, Neither did I. Mother. (laughs) Mother, father, you know I both love you. I just, I just want to be my own person. I just want to be a Ravenclaw. And if you can't accept that, that's fine. But just let me know that up front and then I won't bother you anymore. Freya, your mother looks at you. And she says, well, I was going to save this news for later. Your father is running for election. If you can stay in line and not embarrass him, then I will accept that you are a Ravenclaw and we can move on with our lives. I run up to her and give her a really big hug. That's a lot coming from her. She pats your head in not any particular amount of affection. <laughs> but she lets the hug happen. Not, yeah. not no affection. Not no affection. No, no particular, particular amount. Thank you. I I will I will do my best to, to make our family happy. And hey Freya? Yeah? If it if it turns out that staying with them uh, turns uh, out not great for you you're always them. welcome maybe don't say that in front you're of them welcome at my thank you my place thank you. you're always welcome at my I, place thanks leo thanks i love thanks. you uh, thanks leo i appreciate that maybe <laughs> maybe you shouldn't have said that in front of my parents and so, and so as your parents are walking away with you toting behind your father says uh now who was the dumb kid there oh Come yeah, on. Kind of, I think that's kind of, I think that's that's a season wrap. That's a season wrap. Oh, after this whole time you're not oh, wanting man. to be the dumb kid. Oh, that's the, oh, my no. whole insecurity. Oh.